0: Living intentionally is something that Walter and I both very strongly believe in. It's the heart of this podcast. It's our most popular episode, back from season one, episode two. And so we want to revisit it, now that we've gotten a little bit better at podcasting and some better equipment, and talk about why we believe in it so much and what exactly we mean by living intentionally. Welcome to Talking With Intention a Christian podcast about self-betterment through meaningful conversation. I'm Michael Collins, my co-host is Walter Somerville, and in every episode we sit down to talk about something that we find meaningful or something that we're still trying to figure out. We're not experts, we just believe that life is better when we're intentional about it. I hope you love the show.
1: What do we mean by living intentionally? Isn't everybody doing that already? And one of the things that I think of first now these days, I think this is new even since our first podcast on this topic, is trying not to live at odds with reality. Yeah. Which is something, again, I'm stealing right from Jordan Peterson, who we both are, you know, big followers of and we like a lot of his thoughts on things. But one of the things that I think about a lot is, what he says about, you know, anytime we lie to somebody else, to ourselves, anything, we're setting ourselves up at odds with reality. Like, here's how the real world is, here's what's actually happening, and we're trying to pretend that it's not that way. And it's, it's like, what a tricky place to try to put yourself in to. You can do it. You can try to play out your life like that. And it ends up, I think, with a lot of stress. And at some point, the reality comes out
0: living intentionally, I think is kind of the opposite. Um, And it's not trying to change reality, but focusing on what the reality of you, the reality of your life, your situation, what exactly you're doing, and why. And that's the big part, I guess, is knowing why you're doing what you're doing, whatever it is. You know, and it, you know, it it can be big or small. You know, why are you at your current job? Why are you doing the dishes? You know, anything. Um, and also thinking about the stuff that you are not doing. You're the sins of omission, yeah. right? The stuff that you should be doing that you're not. And focusing on that. And, and it's, in a nutshell, it's just putting more thought behind our actions. Yeah, I think, at
1: least for me... The idea is kind of, you well, we get one chance at life. And so why not give it all you got, put as much thought into making your life as meaningful as possible, yeah. not just letting it play out um, kind of instinctually and just whatever happens, happens. But if we really only got one shot, then it's worth putting in as much thought as we can to make it as meaningful and impactful as we can and trying to get away from just wasted time wasted life right yeah. it's such a valuable resource and i think that's the kind of this heart the start of it is realizing man what a valuable thing is my time my life i want to do i want to do the most i can with it for for one thing or the other
0: we put thought behind our actions in order to Make or fill our lives with meaning and take on responsibility for every single decision that we make, no matter how big or how small, and just understand why it is that we're doing that. And versus, Walter, you talk about wasting your life and, you know, we're wasting time. And that doesn't necessarily mean that every second of your life needs to be productive. Yeah. It just means that you need to know if you're taking time to rest and watch TV or stare at your phone, you know, just be aware of the time that's passing you by, right?
1: And it's, yeah, I think that's a good distinction to make, like, you know, sitting, looking at your phone, doing that kind of thing. I really think it just means make a decision about what you want your life to be. And I think lots of people end up spending a lot of their life doing things that they don't
0: actually want to do with their life you know like i definitely have had days where i'm like you know i get frustrated and disgusted with myself because i can tell i've wasted time and it's because i'm doing something like i'll spend so much time watching a youtube video or tiktok or something That is about something that I don't care about. And sometimes that I'm not even enjoying watching. It just like sucks me in like I'm hypnotized, right? The path of least resistance will suck you right in. Exactly. That path of least resistance. I've heard uh, people talk about using that technique as a way to be more productive and making it harder for yourself to do things like play video games or watch TV by, you know, disconnecting your internet or your TV. So it's just like, you know, just unplugging it can sometimes make a difference where you sit on the couch and you've got your, you know, a book to your left and the remote is on the coffee table. And you can pick up the remote and turn the TV on and start watching, or you can pick up the book, start reading. It's easier, yeah. it's super easy to pick up that remote and turn on the TV unless your TV is unplugged. And then you got to get up and it just forces you out of your habit of turning the TV on without thinking about it forces you to stop and be like, okay, I actually have to turn this TV on and plug it in. Um, So, you know, you have to acknowledge that one extra step. Yeah, just makes you think about it a little bit more, which is really all that it takes. People end up doing
1: a lot of things with their time that they don't actually want to do with their life Um, just because it's the path of least resistance, right? You know, it's so easy to spend so many hours on social media, on you know TV shows and stuff. And if people think about it, that's not really what they want their life to be, I don't yeah. think. They're just, we're just missing the extra step to think about it kind of from an outsider's view and say, oh, yeah, that's not actually what I wanna do with my life, is sit on the couch and look through social media but we're not we don't make those big decisions we make a ton of these little in the moment decisions of oh yeah it's way simpler just to go ahead and scroll instagram for who knows how long you know so that's i think what i mean by not wasting time is making a bigger decision of what do you actually want to do with your life and that doesn't mean there's no time for social media included there but it it's factoring into some larger goal or idea of what you think your life would be worthwhile spent
0: on. You know, the stuff that we do, this is something else I've heard Jordan Peterson talk about. It feels like the things that you do every day, the little things, especially the the few minutes that you spend on your phone or watching TV and just anything that you do on a very daily or at least regular basis feels like it's not that important Mm -hmm. because you're going to do it again. You know, it's like, it, it feels like a, if, it's never, if you're experiencing something that's never happened to you before, it feels like a very big deal. Or if you're experiencing something that you're never going to get to do again, you focus on it a little bit more. Sure. But you, the things that you're always going to get another shot at doesn't seem to matter that much. Yeah. But that's your life, right? That That's the stuff that you're going to spend the majority of your life doing. So those are the most important things that you do, or the things that you do every day. That's an, a Jordan Peterson quote, I'm pretty sure, or something very similar to that. And... You have to focus on that and think about how it's, you know, going and think about how much time you're going to spend, right? Like, yeah, if there's some part of your day that's just miserable, that you're having terrible interaction, you're, you know, you wake up and you're just in bad mood for the first hour of the day, every single day. You think about an hour every day for your entire life you know that's one of your whole life right that you're just miserable yeah. so figure out and really some way
1: to fix it maybe it's more like a 10th of i don't know how much of well yeah if you take all the time of your sleep sleep yeah
0: so yeah it's more like a 10th of your waking maybe more hours. like a 15th of yeah. your
1: conscious life is. we're not miserable. good at fractions <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this isn't about math walter <laughs> focus up here i hope not um but yeah, like that's making a junk, those, right? That's, yeah, that's get in years. the junk
1: and clutter out of your day to day routine because those things that you're doing day to day are what's going to be most of your life. And so, yeah, I don't think many people make these kind of meta decisions of, oh, I don't actually want uh, Instagram and Facebook to make up two to three hours of my day. That's uh, that's way low-balling it. I think I remember a statistic that on average, I don't know which generation this was, uses their phones, but it was something like five to eight hours um, every day. I was like, if we can make a, a kind of different scale decision and decide, oh, I want to do something a little bit more meaningful, different whatever it is that you think is you know worthwhile for a life to be spent on trying to focus a little bit more on those kinds of things i think that's one big part of what we mean by living with intentionality
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and that makes me think of something that you've brought up in another episode i don't remember which one but kind of the idea of low cost startup activities or events, like things that are easy to do, but it's also very easy not to do them. Yeah. Right. But like the example, the reason that we started thinking about this was last year at Christmas, we got a group of friends together. We went out onto Main Street in our little town and we sang Christmas carols for like a half hour. Right. We're not great singers. It was thrown together last minute. We just had some somebody printed out some paper with some lyrics. Um but people around us loved it. And it was a really fun night that I'm going to remember for probably the rest of my life. Right. And that's, that's something that I think about a lot. Um, or I used to think about a lot more, I guess, but you know, sometimes you have opportunities and you don't feel like going. And one time for me, I had a friend call me and ask if I wanted to go to a concert and I had just changed into my pajamas. I was getting ready to go to bed because I go to bed early. I It was, it was like 8.30. <laughs> I was getting ready to go to bed, and this concert was like 45 minutes drive away, and it was starting. Like, I needed to leave right now if I was going to make it, but he had free tickets, and I really did not feel like going, but I thought, okay, I can go to bed and go to sleep, and I will never remember this day. Or if I can go to this concert be a little bit extra tired tomorrow but I'll have done something and experienced something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life which is this concert with my friends right and it's probably easier for extroverted people you know some of you guys might be listening to this and you think well obviously you go to the concert right but I was tired I did not feel like going out and driving by myself and then going in trying to find my friends in this big crowd of people you know but I did it and I'm glad that I did because I had fun and I knew I would have fun, but I, but now I remember it, right? If I had said no, I wouldn't even remember that it was ever offered to me, probably. Yeah. It's just, it would, you know, and you think, like, that's how you make your life longer, mm. is you add memories, do things that you're going to remember when you have the opportunity to. Yeah. And the caroling, going Christmas caroling, that's something that I'm always going to remember. It cost us nothing, mm. right? It was just a little bit awkward yeah. and scary to go sing in public with your friends, but you know, it's good to do things that scare you sometimes. It's like there's so, there's a lot of opportunities that
1: take very little sacrifice to make happen. It's a little bit of sacrifice, yeah. which is why it's easy to ignore them because it does take a little bit of sacrifice. You got to get out of your pajamas and go to the to the concert. You got to- It takes take, your time. Yeah, you got to take a little bit of uh, being uncomfortable to go caroling. Mm-hmm. But it's really a tiny amount of sacrifice that you have to give, and then you have a crazy experience that you've never had before. Sometimes, you maybe you find something super meaningful yeah. out of that, um, and it took really nothing. It's just, it's crazy how much of a hurdle that tiny bit of sacrifice is of getting out of mm-hmm. your comfort zone. When
0: you have nobody pushing you to get out of your comfort zone to make yourself do it, yeah, it's so much harder because it
1: all has to come from you. Yeah.
0: And it's really so tough. easy just to say no. Yeah, It's so easy to go and just keep doing the same thing you've been doing every single day. That's that path of least resistance, Colin. Yeah, exactly. And it's all just about at thinking about your actions, like we've been saying at the beginning, putting thought behind your activities and how you're going to spend your time. And I think there's a difference, too, in, like choosing between two different actions that accomplish the same thing. And we've talked about this before, kind of, um, over we're writing emails to each other for a couple days yeah. um, about sunsets. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? Because mm-hmm. I, let's say I, you needed to rest and relax. You're tired, you're stressed, you need to take some time to relax, right? So you sit and you play video games, you watch a movie, whatever, something not productive, but, you know, just kind of, Shutting the brain down for a little bit and enjoy some entertainment. So, and it's comparing video games or a movie or something to going out, stepping outside on your front porch and watching the sunset. Right? To me, it seems that it's always, maybe not always, always, but pretty much always, it's going to be better to go and watch a sunset than it'll be to watch a movie. And it's tough to put my finger on exactly why, but that was one thing I, you know, I don't, ar- I was arguing, um, kind of with, I guess, kind of with you, um, and with my buddy who was the one. It came up because I, I went out to go watch a sunset once and I invited my friend with me and he wanted to stay and watch video games. And that's just what got me thinking about it. And I don't remember if I actually discussed it with him or if I just discussed it with you, but. I was like, "Isn't it better to go watch to go watch sunset?" And even if you don't feel like going to watch the sunset, yeah. right? If you feel like you would, you know, you'd rather sit and watch, finish the movie, play video games, whatever, be on YouTube. Is isn't it better to go and watch the sunset? Because uh, you know that, you know, I mean, pretty, everybody enjoys watching the sunset, right? You might not feel like going outside. You might not feeling like putting your shoes on or turning off this movie, but both are relaxing activities, and. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm still working on it, I guess. But you, at least at the time of discussing this before, felt like it was just about which one you preferred to do, right? You didn't see any that like reason that watching a sunset is specifically better than playing video games. Other than the fact that video games seems like one of those
1: paths of least resistance, but if you genuinely choose, if you weigh your options and you actually feel like playing video games, you know, is would be more relaxing for you. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's a fair
0: call to make. Yeah, maybe that's all it is. Maybe I was comparing it as the path of least resistance, and you were just looking at it as completely objectively.
1: Yeah, you know, like which activity is better: watching a sunset or playing a video game. Well, <laughs> I think it all depends. You know, are you just taking the path of least resistance? For some people the path of least resistance might be watching the sunset, you know, maybe they live on a beautiful mountaintop and they have to go walk down to their friend's house to play video games. And they're just like, ah, no, I'll just sit here and watch the sunset. Would that be better for them to do that every day or go, you know, play video games with their friend?
0: Well, I feel like adding the social component of I'm cheating. Adds a, a lot. Bit. you're cheating a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was cheating a lot there. <laughs>
0: good, good call. Um, I don't know. And I, part of it, to me, the biggest difference, I mean, when I think about what's different between watching a sunset and playing video games, it's you're engaging with reality versus imaginary, you know, mm. a virtual reality. And... Although one of the funnest things to do while watching
1: a sunset is to imagine things and be creative. So I don't think there's anything wrong with imaginary but you're not
0: coming up with, you're not using your imagination when you're playing a video game. You're using somebody else's imagination. Yeah. You're watching what somebody else created. Seems very lazy, very path of least resistance. Yeah, so maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, it's always going to be the path of least resistance because you're doing almost nothing, Mm -hmm. right?
1: But does the the fact that it is the path of least resistance make it the wrong option? I don't think so. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's that that's probably true. It's just tough to imagine a situation where it's not that you would be you, you, where you wouldn't be taking the path of least resistance. Yeah, you're in not choosing reality. it because
1: it's easiest, you're choosing it because you actually think it's best. Yeah,
0: that it's tough to imagine yeah, a situation where that's the the case and you're choosing video games over a sunset. Yeah.
1: But I mean, you've yourself have talked a lot about some of the times where you feel like you really chose to to play video games and had some of the most fun of your Mm -hmm. life you know so i feel like that might be a kind of good that's true yeah and i'm not saying
0: video games are always bad i guess i'm just wondering if there's like as far as living your life intentionally and thinking about your actions there might always be a better way to accomplish the same thing that video games can accomplish right that At least as far as the benefits of video games, which is, in most cases, the same as watching a movie, yeah. a time of sitting and relaxing and not, you know, and that is part of it, disengaging from reality. Okay, here we go. So I, I just got a, a yeah. situation that might make video games better than Sunset, right? And it's if you are incredibly stressed out from your job or some situation or, you know, something is just weighing you down... Um, mentally maybe it's better to play a video game or watch a movie because you are taken out from you know mentally you're disengaged from your reality versus if you're going to sit and watch a sunset yeah. it's not as engaging and you're just going to slip right back into that area of stress and anxiety dude that's such a good tool it's
1: kind of a It's really interesting that you brought that up, disengaging, because what a good tool that can be. If you have some way that you can almost, it's almost like powering off and powering back on, you know, if you're just, for me, it's frustrated. I've said this before on the podcast. My biggest issue, I feel like, is frustration. And when I get really, especially at the end of the day, man, I get frustrated with something and it just sticks with me. And I'm like, how do you shake frustration? But I think that's a cool thing that you mentioned, like video games or you know, watching a show or something being a good way to just, you're kind of stopping thinking about reality for a minute. It gives you a break there to then move forward and not be frustrated. Like a shutdown and power back on.
0: You got to be careful with it though, too, because you don't want to just be running away from your problems, yeah. you know? Yeah. And sometimes you just need to disengage for a little bit, but you don't want to just go and hide in a hole. Yeah, you And gotta never, come back. You got to come back, you know? That reminds me of a quote from... Aslan in Chronicles of Narnia, I th- which one is it? Where Eustace, his second, his return, uh, the silver chair. Silver chair, in the silver chair at the beginning, um, the girl that goes with Eustace. I don't remember her name, but Holly. Holly, yes, Holly. Yeah, see, you're better. At- not Holly. Polly. 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 There we go. <laughs> Polly is crying, and I think Aslan. I'm pretty sure it's Aslan. Oh no, it's not Aslan. It's just a quote, like the narrator oh, yeah. in the book says. Of course, the problem with crying is that whenever you're finished crying, you still have to decide what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yep. And I think I actually brought that up last time we were t- and definitely brought it up in another episode. I'm remembering yep, no, now. I have some major deja vu here. But I'd love that quote, yeah. right? And it's not that there's anything wrong with crying. It's not that there's anything wrong with disengaging, taking a minute, but you have to come back and face your problem, face your dragon, yeah. you know, deal with it
1: but I think it is a really good tool for certain things like stress, anxiety, frustration, which I think a lot of people deal with those three things, uh, to be able to take a break from something and kind of disconnect and come back into it. Because a lot of it's just happening in your own head and you gotta, if you can kind of get a fresh reboot yeah. of your brain, it's a really important thing. So that's that's a really cool tool to think about it as a tool like watching a show to think about that as a tool to use in your life or something.
0: Yeah. That's kind of interesting. And you know, that's kind of how we need to look at a lot of things. We're trying to live our lives intentionally is most things look at them like a tool, look at them like, how are you using this to the benefit of yourself and those people around you? Right. That's kind of how I try to look at money and finances as well. It's, it's a tool to use to benefit people right to and bring glory to God over everything else right and you can look at everything you own that way it's a tool and mainly to do this first off you have to figure out what exactly is your highest priority which goes back to our identity and personality podcast that we did a few weeks back you know which is figuring out more about yourself and knowing what it is that is the most important thing to you above all else. And then you can focus your your life and the way you're going to choose to live your life and intentionally around that goal. Yeah. And
1: man, you talk about a scary question to tackle. Like, what's the goal of my life? I'm not sure that's something that you sit down and you think about and you come up with the answer, maybe for some people. But I think... If you think, if you consider it for a little bit, you'll get at least a direction to move in intentionally. I'm not sure you're gonna have a pinpoint on the horizon, a laser beam to follow for the goal of your life, but if you'll consider it for a while, I think you'll get a direction to go in. That's, you know, here's a direction I think is purposeful and meaningful for my life. And then you're, then it's like you said, you start using everything around you as a tool towards that you can kind of orient your life towards something rather than it just being chaos and scattered, you know, disorder.
0: Yeah. You know, if you're a Christian and you look at it from a biblical perspective, there's the Bible verse that God talks about. He has a plan for your life, a plan for good and not for evil to bring good and, you know, not harm. I don't know. Prosper. Yeah. Whatever the verse exactly says, you can look it up probably. Um, but God never gives anybody the entire plan of their life all at once, right? He gives us one step at a time. Yeah. He just, if your focus is on him and what he wants best for you, then you, it's, I don't know, it's probably different for different people. But for me, it's always just been a sense of peace when I'm moving in the right direction. It's just like, even if I'm not enjoying what I'm doing or, you know, I've, I've had been in situations where I'm just wanted to go in the opposite direction, but I felt like I was in the right place and I felt like going home even though or going back to wherever I was even though that's what I wanted to do would have been the wrong choice and I don't didn't couldn't told you why but I just knew right it was just in my spirit I felt it I felt peace about staying and working on what I was where I was and even though I didn't like it (laughs) but I and I felt bad about going in the other direction and you know that's the thing God gives us he guides us but not he doesn't tell you where you're going to be in 10 years, yeah. right? He gives you what you need to know today. Yeah. I think one of the biggest
1: directions for me to think about, like, okay, what do you focus on when there's so many things in life is just people and God. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order, but, like, that's the important stuff to me. Yeah. When you, if you were just keep stripping things away, that really didn't matter that's what you'd kind of end up with. And so that's a good first direction to start moving in. It's like, okay, those are, those are the permanent things. The meaningful things here is the people around me and, and my relationship with God, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think a way to find out what it is, that's your top priority. And you brought this up in the identity and personality podcast is just to continue asking yourself why. And this is, I mean, really, this is the heart of how to live intentionally as well, is to ask yourself why. Why are you doing what you're doing at this exact moment, right? And there is a reason. You just have to come up with it. You have to, if you have to be completely honest with yourself, too. You can't lie to yourself, because people like to lie to themselves, to, but it never works. You know, you might mentally be able to convince yourself of something but you it feels horrible when you lie to yourself you know you know yeah and i want to
1: come back to that you have to be honest with yourself that's another thing i want to talk about with living intentionality living with intentionality
0: well i go for it i mean you know that's basically what i was trying to say is you ask yourself why and eventually you're going to hit the root of what you're doing yes but yeah
1: but before you can you know you got to start with actually wanting to know the answer, you have to start with being honest, and that's kind of what I started with here. Was saying, uh, not living at odds with reality. You gotta start at ground zero, and actually want to know where you're at. You can't lie to yourself, like you said. You can try for a while, but eventually, the truth's gonna punch you in the face. I feel like, and so I. Th- I feel like that's a really big part to me at least what I mean by living with living intentionally and maybe it is for you too I think it's humility and honesty which I think kind of come hand in hand to try to try to figure out where you're actually at to begin with I think is really really important um not where you hope you're at where you'd like to be where you think you're at but where you're actually at. Um and then from there you can make a plan for how to improve. Yeah. What's the goal? What's the direction you're moving in? And but I think it sticks with you all through, you know, trying to live an intentional life, um, a meaningful life is not getting stuck up, uh not getting too caught up in the I don't know exactly that's I'm running out of words for not getting caught
0: up in other people's goals is one thing i think you know because you see people are always telling you what it should be most important on especially online Mm -hmm. right with the world that we live in the internet oh my gosh we do not understand the power of the internet yet i don't know if we ever will but that's what i've something i've been realizing a lot more recently is just how addictive and insane the internet is and how insane it is that we're letting children just go on the internet unsupervised it's just and that's a whole another podcast thing but yeah i mean you go on there and everybody through their posts and their videos and the content and the things that they're putting online is sharing with you what they believe is most important right and trying to portray the version of themselves that shows you know their ideal version of themselves right and the most obvious way we see this is politically people screaming at each other in comment sections over politics and religion and all sorts of stuff but I think it shows through more subtly through the clothes that they wear the the jokes that they make the trends you know and uh, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about this yet so I'm, I'm struggling I might be taking some long pauses here but um it all bleeds through it's all it's you're seeing another person portraying their own ideals through the internet and you're just absorbing that constantly and it can cloud who you are and how you see yourself and how you see the world yeah. i think you have to again that be honest and humble and f- focus on you know wh- where ex- you have to find out exactly where you are. Like you were saying, it's just hard when other people are showing you where they are and where they want to be and their own ideals and goals and I like values. Like what you said about they're portraying their ideals because yeah,
1: it's not where they're actually at. It's yeah, it's not where ideal. they're at. It's where they want you to think yeah. they are. I mean, you can use in the most simple way to put it, you can easily use uh, you know filters and Photoshop to, you know, put a picture of the ideal you. It's the ideals. This is what you believe the best you would look like. You can easily make it sound like you're the smartest, the most ideal person. So you're seeing people's ideals, not the, re- not the true them
0: or the more honest version of them. I've heard people talk, of scientists and Jordan Peterson talk about People, the reason we have whites, big white areas in our eyes, is so that we can see where other people are looking. We can see what their goals are because we might need to focus on that too. That might be the thing to focus on, right? And it's the same thing if we, other people are showing us their ideals constantly and it's what they're focused on. And we think, okay, well, if this person, if these people, this group is focused on this, maybe that's what I need to be striving for as well right and you're just adopting other people's ideals without actually thinking about and finding out where exactly you are and and what you want and what your priorities are you're not you know you shouldn't be trying to take on yeah. other people's things you have to stop and think about it yeah i think i just think i found the words
1: for when i ran out earlier oh, yeah. i think living intentionally is different it's different cuz you're not trying to live perfectly yeah it's a, very, it's a good distinction to make, and I think it's why, it's one of the reasons I love the idea of living intentionally, is you're not trying to jump the gun and go straight to living perfectly. I don't even know how to aim at that, but the idea of living intentionally gives you the freedom to not be perfect yet. You're, you're where you're at, but the key point is the intentional part, that you start where you're at and then you progress. Yeah, if trying you're, to move forward. Yeah, if your goal is to live perfectly or to be perfect already, it's real tempting to try to take a shortcut and appear perfect before you are living perfect. And so shift having that shift there and sticking with the whole purpose of this podcast, right? Intentionality, living intentionally, You get to be honest, you get to be broken, you get to be real flawed, but progress and
0: move forward and grow. Absolutely. That's great. I'm clipping that. I'm putting that on Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the ideal version of our podcast, Uh, Michael. (laughs) Are you posting our ideals or who we actually are? (laughs) (laughs) Checkmate. Yeah. uh Uh-oh. Now I'm in trouble. (laughs) No, but I really do think that's a big part of it. I think that's why, you know, one of the first things we said was the importance of being honest, you know, is, yeah, we're not perfect, but we're hopeful that we're going to be intentional and we're going to get better. We're going to grow. And that lines up really well with a big part of what Christians believe, Um, which did this come up? I'm trying to remember if this came up in mere Christianity or in another thing I was reading, but just kind of what is sanctification and the fact that we're a mature Christian. Yeah. It came up in the mature Christian podcast that uh, we're not there yet and we're not pretend we don't have to pretend to be. You can start where you're at. The important thing is growth and to start with being honest, allows for a lot more growth because you can talk about it that's i think kind of the whole point of this podcast is hopefully we can be honest and i i know that we've found a lot of growth through just talking things through
0: yeah and you know that's why when you were talking about all that made me think of people again on the internet saying telling other people that they are fine just the way they are and that they have no need to change and it's just like I, that bothers me because a lot of people don't like the way that they are and they're lying to themselves and other people to try to make you and themselves think that they're somebody else or some different way and telling them you're perfect just the way you are. It's like, you know, I, I hope that I am not perfect yet because if it doesn't get any better than this, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I want to be able to be moving forward all the time and every day, try to be a better version of myself right because we've talked about this in the identity and personality podcast episode is we're changing you are changing every single day right and you're either changing for the better or for the worse yeah. right you're getting better or you're getting worse it's you're going to be changing and you hopefully can through intentional living and putting thought behind your actions take control of that change and drive it in the direction you want it to go you know, it makes me think of the canoe. Yeah. Do you remember the canoe? Yes. I don't know if we need it. It's I mean, been we, a while we since we brought it. that up, we, but it's yeah. so
1: good. It is
0: good. It's such a good way to visualize it. Yeah. Do you want to I'll, I'll say explain it. what it is? It basically is looking at your life like a canoe and you're floating in this river not on a lake, on a river, right? Mm Because you're going downstream. Not just a river, a (laughs) a river with rapids. Yeah, you're moving quickly. Time moves quickly. You're not going to be able to stop moving. And there's rapids, there's rocks, there's things that you're going to run into that'll hurt. And you can either, if you sit in the canoe and just let the river, let your life take you, and it might end up crashing the boat and sinking you and you drowned, if you want to try to control it, and control which direction it goes in, you won't have to start paddling. Yeah. right. You have, you have
1: to paddle to, forward faster. You have to paddle
0: forward faster than the river. You have to be working and trying your best to move. It doesn't mean you're not going to hit any rocks and have any pain. It just means that you're going to be better off than you would be if you just let the river control it, yeah. right? Yeah, pretty much.
1: It think- came from a real experience with me, too, because... Yeah. I went on this canoe trip with, and it was my uncle in the back, and the person in the back is the rudder. They get to steer, and the person in the front is the power. You got to provide the power, and for some reason, it was my first time ever being in a canoe, I think, and we went down the highest grade of rapids that you're allowed to go down in a canoe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It was great. But... He was, yeah, you know, and as we were approaching these rapids, especially at the front of the boat, it's intimidating. And so I would like slow down because I felt like we were going too fast already. And I remember him yelling at me, you got to row forward. Otherwise, I can't
0: steer around yes. these rapids. You can't steer if you aren't paddling forward. Yeah. yeah. And you can't fight the river. Like, you, you're you never going to win a fight against the river either. I'm just expounding on the metaphor here you you know you can't f- defeat the river you can't defeat time <laughs> and how life continues to move forward but you can navigate your way through it right and but you have to be paddling forward to, in order to steer you can't steer a canoe unless you're paddling forward that's really the main thing, even if you were trying to steer without paddling, it wouldn't work. Yeah. You just, you know, cause you have to have that forward momentum. Yeah. So I think
1: that's what we believe intentionality does for life is it gives you the ability to steer it towards something. You're not just drifting down the river and going whichever way is the path of least resistance. You are trying to aim towards something, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the big decision of what that something is you're going to aim for is kind of impending and a little bit intimidating, but
0: if you're a Christian, hopefully it's Christ. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you're not,
0: then it's something else. That's the other thing is you are aiming at something. You might yeah. just have you might have no clue what it is though. Like you, you know, everybody, I've said this before, everybody worships something. There's something that's your highest priority and you you might know what it is or you might not, but yeah. you know it's it it's it's definitely going to affect your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think
0: that makes me think
1: back to what we were talking about: everything being a tool towards whatever direction you're pointing your life towards. If your if your life is actually, you know, trying to glorify God and to you know live well with your neighbors, isn't that the two? main commandments, right? Yeah. Jesus said the most important commandments.
0: Love the Lord your God. Love your neighbor.
1: That's right. So if you are a Christian, that gives you a pretty good initial direction (laughs) to start moving in. And if you think about it that way, then everything we've got, our house, our time, our strength, our intelligence are the tools towards that goal, towards those goals and that direction. And so if you if the loss of one of those tools is devastating to you that might mean that you've made the tool the goal okay yeah. your own wealth which is a great tool we've talked about that before if the thought or the actual loss of your wealth devastates you and you know <laughs> leaves you feeling disoriented in life then that's a good sign that that's what you've set up as your goal as your Idol that you're going to worship, right? Um, I think a ideal Christian would be able to take the loss of any one of those tools: our own intelligence, our wealth, our strength. Anything It's just a tool towards the end of glorifying God and loving our neighbors, right? And so the tools aren't the important thing they can be super helpful but you know the the goal is really what we're going after let's try this let's take a minute and see cuz usually we just kind of run out and end but let's double check and make sure we're not missing anything well i'm sure we're missing things no we covered we got it all we covered everything everything Every. about living <laughs> <laughs> we
0: got it <laughs> We've solved life, guys. Yeah, great. <laughs> Remember what we were saying about humility, Walter? <laughs>
1: Uh-oh. I do like that it ties back in with the podcast as well in that, you know, we don't claim to have these things figured out, but the idea is the progress. In, through the discussion, literally real time, as we have these discussions, we're figuring the things out which I think is the cool thing about this podcast is we're not just teaching on something that we've already figured out, but real time we're, you know, working towards, yeah, truth. Which
0: is, it should be the goal in any serious conversation, right? And it's to work towards truth. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We've really enjoyed this. This is the second time we talked about this topic and it's because the first one is our most listened to episode. It has like over a hundred listens. Oh. Yeah. Revolutionary numbers right there, Walter. <laughs> um, that is crazy to think about that. I know it is pretty interesting. I mean, a good chunk of those are only like a minute long, you know, but let's hope it was a good minute. <laughs> hopefully it was a good minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, if you want to support this podcast, just sharing it on social media, tell somebody about it. Um, that makes a huge difference you know we our goal is that this will be meaningful and beneficial to somebody in some way if this is any part of this podcast has helped you at all then let us know We would really appreciate that that i was talking to walter today about i'm going to give a, a talk at a church um in a few weeks and help them out with their children's ministry, which is something that I have some experience in. And it's really amazing to know that somebody else values my knowledge on something, right? And so if this has been of any benefit to you, if you've learned anything or helped, you know, are struggling through these ideas, has helped you in your own walk through them, please let us know because that makes a huge difference. Um, feels amazing to know that this has helped somebody. But anyway, that's enough of me trying to ramble on. Um, I, I don't know how to end it now. I'm just going to end it. Now you're just playing for time. Here, now right? I'm just playing. I just want to be longer. I just want to take up more of your time. Keep listening to me talk.